0: Welcome to Common Sense Medicine. Yes. It's a new health podcast uh, that is evidence-based, trying to get information out to people so that they better understand their health.
1: That's right. Just trying to make regular medical knowledge more common.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, after we've been seeing patients for a while, we realize that's what people need. They just need more information to better understand their health so they can make better educated decisions for their health. That's right. Go ahead. You are Melissa Wood.
1: That's right. Family nurse practitioner with additional certification in lifestyle medicine.
0: Which is awesome. And I am Tim Chen. I'm a family physician that has big interests in public health and evidence-based medicine. That's right. Now, again, this podcast is just, I guess, disclaimer time, right? This is just a podcast for medical information. This is not medical advice personalized for people because we don't know what people are going through.
1: That's right. That's right. So if you have any questions, any concerns, definitely consult with your provider before implementing anything new.
0: Perfect. So now that's out of the way, we're going to get into today's podcast. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Well, Melissa, today, you know, we are going to talk about finances, Mm. but instead we are going over myth busting.
1: Yes. Because
0: yeah. AI told me that's what's trending.
1: Yes. Yeah, there's always myths out there, headlines that yeah. need to be discussed. That's, so
0: That's right. That's right. And, you know, we put a little poll on our podcast thing, and I think a lot of people really responded, and it's very interesting what people feel like is truth and what is something that's maybe a lie. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go over that. Um, and then when we debunk it, we're going to go over maybe even a little bit of maybe why we are always looking for something,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? So let's, let's actually start there. You know, it's almost like every six weeks, there is something new, right? Mm-hmm. There's another trend, another drug, another supplement, another, you know, don't eat this, eat that, another mm-hmm. bad food to eliminate, or another food you need to be eating. Why do you think, it, like, we're always doing something different,
1: well, for one thing, there's just a lot of information out there. You know you could really, depending on what you're looking up, you can say, mm-hmm. "Are carbs good for you?" you'll get a million articles of mm-hmm. why they're good for you, but if you google say, "Why are they bad for you?" you'll get the mm-hmm. same number that you know account attest to that Correct. so um so yeah, a lot of mixed information out there for one thing, but Also, just the way nutritional studies are done, Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit harder to control nutrition. Um, It's different than just like giving someone a pill versus a sugar pill and then Mm -hmm. seeing what happens. Nutrition is very different, and everybody's body um, handles it a little bit different. So there's lots of different factors that go into that, so it's really hard to you know, do good, randomized, controlled studies Mm -hmm. um, to really prove a point when it comes to nutrition.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You just nailed everything (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, Melissa. You're exactly right. I mean, from the pandemic, we also realized human behavior is something that is so hard to control for, right? And with a lot of these nutritional studies, you're looking for patient reporting, Right, Mm -hmm. so how do you know this person was on a low-fat diet or a high-fat diet you're just whatever they think and Mm -hmm. they may be right they may be wrong they may have eaten low-fat for a week and completely fell off the wagon the next week so it is very very still
1: reporting it exactly because they
0: want the researchers like okay i don't want you to feel like i'm cheating Uh yeah yeah yeah. and so it muddies the water and in fact like you said stanford um Dr. Yunodi, he's one of like the most published guys in Stanford. He did a trial where he just took let's say walnuts. Are they good? Are they bad? And in these studies, you're like you're you're pulling from a big database of patient reported stuff, right? And you can control for things like Age, gender, wealth—you know—and when he did that, let's say he controlled for only age and gender, mm-hmm. it would say walnuts well, good. He added in, let's control for wealth or socioeconomic status. It. it said walnuts well, are bad. Mm-hmm. You know, then so he ran this simulation and literally like ten thousand times, and every single time it was all over the place. And mm-hmm. so essentially, it's like you said, most nutritional headlines that come out are just like mm, mm-hmm. probably not so right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So when you're looking at nutrition kind of look for trends in a way right. um, uh, and not what's like trendy, uh-huh. but you know, if there is or are more articles um, you know, peer reviewed, you know, legitimate sources mm-hmm. that are agreeing on a certain topic, Correct. you may see that they're onto something. Mm-hmm. Now, is it like the end all be all and that's, the answer to all your nutritional concerns. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe not for you. You know, you may have to work with someone more closely. Um, but, you know, there are things that we're learning in nutrition and there are some things that we can kind of generalize and, you know, make decent recommendations based off that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think you're, you're right. The first thing probably to look at is, right, the effect size. Like you said, is it trending in this direction? Right. Mm-hmm. And so in effect size, I'll give you an example. Tobacco's effect size is 20 fold. Right, So a person who doesn't smoke versus a person who does smoke, their chance of bad outcomes is 20-fold different. Mm -hmm. Now, people will say that like that, like the tobacco industry for the longest time said, well, there's no randomized control trial looking at smoking versus not smoking if the fold the difference is 20 fold Mm -hmm. it's a problem Mm -hmm. right and this on the positive side exercise exercise is fold effect is huge like tobacco like 20 you know sitting is effect size is huge versus walking you know Mm -hmm. so when you have effect size that are that big you can probably say with relatively certainty that there's a big issue here mm-hmm. but most of them right the effects i was like it's a 10 percent difference yeah it's probably yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado melissa let's go over some of these myths okay okay so for the people who are doing the myths on our facebook mm-hmm. I, it's all wrong yeah right <laughs> <laughs> all of them are myths all of them are myths yeah yeah and some people caught on to that but it's mm-hmm. interesting to see some people that maybe thought oh that one's probably okay but you're unfortunately they're all myths and some are half truths mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay yeah so yeah. melissa we'll start with the first one kind of wrote them down yeah. the first one all carbs are bad yeah
1: <laughs> i hope nobody still thinks this but i think the carnivores still do
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly okay so let's let's talk about that exactly for the first thing because this really came to prominence during the big like, keto age right mm-hmm. the keto age um it was wearing like all carbs are bad people first started off well let's avoid the breads the highly processed carbs and that part is right mm-hmm. uh, but then they're like hey no fruit mm-hmm. no vegetables and then, <laughs> and then it's like <laughs> only meat that's right that's and right. cheese that's right it was that like a vegetable screaming when you're trying to eat it and you're just like oh, oh my, my. <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> yeah so let's debunk this real quick first of all not all carbs are bad. Let's talk about the bad ones though. Um, yes, the highly processed ones, the high sugar, um, all those, yes, they are bad. Uh, Mm -hmm. because of the way they absorb in the body, because of the way the body doesn't even know what to do with the Cheeto. Mm -hmm. Um, Those definitely cause a lot of issues. And maybe in the beginning when people are doing keto, the reason they were seeing such results is if you're on keto, you essentially can't have any of those things.
1: Right, yeah. You're getting rid of all of the processed stuff. And so obviously, yeah, you'll feel better. You'll probably lose some weight. And right, there are some instances where um, people do – Some people do lose more weight on a carb restricted diet. Mm -hmm. Is it harder to maintain? Yes. Um, Usually, when people do go from low carb to say back to, you know, regular eating, Mm -hmm. um, it's harder to maintain just because it was kind of a a quick way to get some weight off. Um, But, you know, for the most part, villainizing carbs is not the way to go. Absolutely, um, we need carbohydrates, mm-hmm. um, and really kind of depending on what recommendations you look at anywhere from like 50 to 65% kind of depending of your daily calories mm-hmm. are, is good to be carbs. Right. And we want those from good sources like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, those types of things. But, um, yeah, we don't want to eliminate those.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because and then, like you said, it depends on you, right? So mm-hmm. let's see. You're you're a runner, Melissa. or mm-hmm. you used to run long distance? Mm-hmm. If you had no carbs, you would die.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. just a point where, yeah, you wouldn't function as well. Correct. Especially especially for someone who's active and, mm-hmm. um, yeah there there are situations where, yeah, maybe somebody does do a little better on a little, you know, more carb-restricted diet. But Mm -hmm. even then, you don't want to miss out on essential nutrients Mm -hmm. because you're just limiting a macronutrient. Absolutely. Um, If we cut out the whole grains, cut out fruits and vegetables, what else are we missing out on? You know, all the fiber, Mm -hmm. all the phytonutrients, all these things that we wouldn't get from just meat and cheese, you know. Yeah. So um, so there's lots of things that we miss out on. And so we have to look at the whole picture when someone say losing weight because they're on a low carb diet, but then we say check their cholesterol mm-hmm. levels and they've skyrocketed because they're lacking in fiber mm-hmm. and they have upped their fat intake, saturated fat, um, that combination can set you up for worse heart health Mm -hmm. in the future potentially, um, even if you are seeing some weight loss in the short term.
0: Yeah, and exactly. And I think for people who are doing maybe some of these bigger restrictive, like leaving out entire food groups type of things, getting your yearly checkup to see how your cholesterol is doing. And sometimes I'll even draw ApoB lipoproteins to better understand what's happening, um, to give you a better. Risk respect but yes you do want to keep an eye on that because it might work for some people it might not work for others Mm -hmm. and this might be a big plug for that too for people who let's say their main diet was processed food processed sugar eating out all the time if they do a lower carb diet they would probably see a big effect because they were eating so much of it but for somebody who's like normal bmi or eat ready eating pretty healthy Mm -hmm. that processed carbohydrate problem was not a big part of their diet already if you eliminate it you probably won't see that much Mm -hmm. and so like you said these are to villainize an entire not even a food group entire macronutrient yeah yeah. Uh Uh, that that obviously can become problematic Mm -hmm. Um, and so this will be again a big big myth or maybe just partial truth Mm mm-hmm Yes. Yes. All right. So we are moving up into things that I put it in an order of things that are just ridiculous. (laughs) Okay. The second one, and I think most people picked this one, it was low-fat or fat-free foods are always better. Mm -hmm. And we know that's probably not true.
1: Yeah. Do you remember in the 90s, there was like this big push for like everything fat free Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was all like diet food. I remember like all the fat free (laughs) stuff and low fat and no Mm -hmm. fat. And, um, everybody thought that was the ticket to like getting healthy, losing weight. Mm And we found that, <laughs> that wasn't the case. No, and in a lot of those foods, they replace the fat with something else, Absolutely. usually sugar, mm-hmm. um, because we still have to make it taste appealing. Right. So they would add other things when they cut out the fat to make it still appealing and make people want to buy it and consume it Mm -hmm. Um, but that creates more problems
0: a plus (laughs) yes exactly i I remember like the commercial like i can't believe it's not butter Butter? yeah yeah and it is a i guess another pitfall of a lot of nutritional science is things that sound like it makes sense in a laboratory do not always make sense in human beings bodies Mm -hmm. right and so Man, Melissa, we've been having technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> we're, back. we're back. yeah. So I think we were cut off on fat, right? Mm-hmm. So fat, obviously, a big macronutrient. You cannot re- – I mean, you need fat. Mm-hmm. Our body was designed to take fat, to use fat. And so when you villainize it, it, it may make sense in your brain that, mm-hmm. hey, yes, we're trying to get rid of fat, cholesterol accumulation. But actually, it doesn't work so well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it would make sense if we're consuming fat, then – would that contribute to our storage of fat? Mm-hmm. But it's not really how it works. It's not a one to one scenario. Um, so our fat accumulation in our body is based off of our total energy consumption mm-hmm. versus our energy expenditure. And so, but that's a balance of all of our macronutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are your protein, carbohydrates, and fats. So, but all of those work well together. We need all three. Mm-hmm. Not one is better than the other, that's you know, right. so you can't cut out the carbs and only focus on protein or vice versa, you mm-hmm. know, um, we need all three.
0: Exactly. And I think we've got enough studies now showing that people who fat restrict or a low-fat diet, they don't exactly have lower heart attack risk and stuff like that. And like I said, fat's important for hormone production, for a cellular, the cell membranes and stuff like that. So choosing probably the right, maybe the, the, the thing is the right fats, mm-hmm. right? So choosing the right fats, that will be very, very important to try to make sure that your body is using the ones that it needs and avoiding things like trans fats or the ones that are like highly processed.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. All
0: yeah. right. Melissa, well, so we are moving on because... I don't think we got to or maybe we were talking about this one. Low fat versus fat free.
1: Okay, yeah, we yes. did just that that one. Wrap that one up. Okay, right? okay.
0: Perfect. Yes. Um, eating fat makes you fat.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. So of okay. <laughs> <so laughs> <that's, laughs> fat. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. So in the end of the day, like you said earlier, it's an energy balance thing. Mm-hmm. If you eat lots of fat to the point that your calorie is in excess, then obviously it can make you fat. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, let's say fat for a lot of people it makes them feel full, right? So they, let's say you eat an avocado with salmon, they're really, really stuffed. It, they will lose weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So eating fat doesn't always make you fat.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, all about the in, energy in versus energy out. Um, and that goes for for all of our macronutrients. It's not like a consume fat and store fat Mm -hmm. type thing.
0: Perfect. Now, Melissa, let's move on to our final two because I think this is the one that people maybe struggle with. The first one is can you spot reduce fat? (laughs) And the answer is no.
1: No, don't we wish (laughs) we wish we could? Yeah, I mean, speaking of spot reducing, have Mm -hmm. you heard of Ozempic? But (laughs) shots, this is like trending now. One hundred and one. So yeah, we all know, and we've talked about this before. People are losing all kinds of weight with Mm -hmm. weight loss shots. Um, and guess what? When you go on any type of calorie restriction. If you are losing weight because of that, right, you'll lose weight all over all your body, all over the place. Um, and some people do store extra weight or fat in different areas. Some mm-hmm. people are more prone to storing it around the belly. Some are more in the thighs and hips mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So genetics has a little bit a little bit to do with that, even Absolutely. age and hormones and things like that. But we can't you know, go on some sort of calorie restriction and only lose weight, say in our tummy and yeah. thighs mm-hmm. and l- keep the shape in our <laughs> other areas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't spot reduce. You mm-hmm. can't do workouts that will only, you know, slim down one area mm-hmm. of the body. Mm-hmm. So if there's any slimming going on, it's usually because of, overall calorie deficit Correct. and we're going to be losing it all over exactly
0: exactly and i think you know this is unfortunately like for men i don't think they care if they can lose it they would love to lose it everywhere right uh but for women especially in this day and age where women want the butt you know mm-hmm. that one goes down and it's like panic mode you know yeah. trying to lose weight but they want to keep the butt or the boobs or whatever yeah. and they're going away those
1: are the first to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. yeah, unless you're some kind of genetic blessed uh, yeah, person. Yes, exactly. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, right, all the push up, you know, all the sit ups, the crunches, trying to get rid of that central fat without adjusting the diet doesn't mm-hmm. work. And we've known that for a long time. But the reverse is true. Just, I mean, when you lose, which is great, you're losing, it will go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you want to maintain muscle mass as you're losing weight, which you should, you mm-hmm. don't want to be mm-hmm. losing muscle mass, bone mass, and everything else. And when you're on a very calorie restricted diet for whatever reason, whether you're using some sort of shot or mm-hmm. special program or whatever,
0: right.
1: um, yeah, you can lose fat mass, but you'll also lose bone mass, muscle mass, mm-hmm. things like that if you're not actively working to maintain Mm -hmm. the proper nutrients, um, and then also working to build muscle as well. So, um, you know, if you're not exercising at all, you know, you can expect some muscle atrophy as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, making sure that you're doing some strength training and things like that can help keep some shape to your muscle without, you you know, um, you know, so maybe you'll keep some shape that That's way. That's
0: right. Well, yeah. I mean, in the gym, the girls are doing those hip thrusting. <laughs> they don't want the I mean, Yeah. Okay, okay. So, Melissa, we are now talking about the final, and I think probably one of the most confusing myths, which mm-hmm. is a calorie is a calorie. Yes. Which is not.
1: It's not. Yeah. Um, I guess in some ways, I, if the only goal is weight loss, you know, you'll see headlines of like somebody ate only McDonald's for 30 days and mm-hmm. lost weight or only Twinkies for 30 days and lost weight. But they were doing so to prove that a certain number of calories could lead to weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um But, you know, if you were to compare that person, say, metabolically, nutritionally, whatever, next to a person that was eating the same number of calories of, Mm -hmm. say, fruits and vegetables and whole grains and lean protein and healthy fats, nutritionally, they're going to be doing a lot better than the person who ate Twinkies for a month. (laughs) Even if the Twinkie person did lose weight. Correct. You know, weight isn't the only measure of health
0: absolutely yeah, yeah. body composition matters right so how many people y- your body fat your body protein your muscle and i think this is like we talked about earlier a problem where it makes sense mathematically mm-hmm. and maybe in physics right there's mm-hmm. what the law of conservation of energy you can't make okay but the human body doesn't always do that mm-hmm. right and i think we always know that 100 calories from beer is not the same as 100 calories from kale. Mm -hmm. Yes, maybe the calorie count, the math makes sense, but from a metabolic standpoint, liver, fatty liver standpoint, from a diabetes standpoint, they process very differently in the body. Mm -hmm. And the reason I think this one bothers me so much is because I had a patient who was very thin. I mean, anorexic type of thin. Um, And he's drinking a lot of beer and alcohol. And we know those mess up your body like crazy. Mm -hmm. Saw a GI doctor doctor was like at least he's getting calories in and i was like the heck he is (laughs) (laughs) because that's not that's not health Mm -hmm. maybe math but that's not health
1: right right and not even to mention that you know alcohol can suppress appetite and so you're less likely to eat you know a good variety of nutrients and things like that so yeah you may be maybe maintaining weight or you know whatever the goal was in that situation Mm -hmm. um but you're malnourished you know you're not getting the nutrition that you need from a good variety of food
0: exactly exactly and i think this is probably maybe we kind of finish up in this direction i mean Okay. For people, there are a lot of people out there that say that calories don't matter, right? It's the food content. You can eat whatever you want as long as you eat in this time period, which is mm-hmm. a lot of people do. Or uh, you can eat as much as you want as long as you don't eat X, mm-hmm. which is another diet fat a lot of people do. And that's not exactly true because at the end of the day, calories do matter mm-hmm. as far as it comes to energy in, energy out. Meaning... You know, like if you ate nothing but potatoes, but you only ate 1,400 calories of potatoes, you're going to lose weight Mm -hmm. if you were eating 2,000 calories before. Like there's a deficit. So that actually matters. But, however, not all calories are made equally. So like we were saying, you know, 1,400 calories of just straight potatoes is not going to be so good for you versus 1,400 calories of very um, diverse different types of fruits and vegetables, different types of animal proteins and stuff like that. So it's like these half-truths keep getting in there. You mm-hmm. know, people are like trying to uh, – just taking it a step too far.
1: Yeah, yeah. If one thing is good, we must <laughs> need to do only that one thing
0: mm-hmm. and nothing
1: else or everything else is poison. You right. know, I think with nutrition in general, there's a lot of, you know, myths out there because mm-hmm. – you know, it sounds good in theory, you know, if something, you know, is bad for one person, it must be bad for everybody. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, it was bad in this one scenario, then we must need to like wipe it out of our diet altogether. So if you're seeing things online that says, you know, this is, you know, the only way to do it, this is, you know, absolutely do not have this in your diet or Mm -hmm. absolutely only have this in your diet huge red flags absolutely you know there there's no one single food that's gonna like make or break your diet Mm -hmm. and if somebody is telling you uh you know it's just a huge red flag
0: yeah exactly and so i would say you know when we started off this podcast we talked about Um, nutritional science and how it is so hard to find definitive answers that we can say confidently because, it's like I said, it's constantly changing. I think that's why there's so many fads that come in. There's so many like, well, let's just do hormone therapy. Let's do cold plunging. Let's do all these other weird things that none of the centenarians do but we keep doing Mm -hmm. um, because there's just so much uncertainty. So I think we should just actually wrap up with a couple of things that I would say we can say for certain because of the effect size. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about that earlier. So I would say rule number one when it comes to food, plants are usually really, really good mm-hmm. in their natural form. So yeah. like asparagus versus an asparagus veggie straw. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> With asparagus powder.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean that most i I would say hands down if you ask most experts across the world and you look at across most healthier populations a heavier plant-based variety whole food type of diet is better for you
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and you know there's there's a lot out there there's so much argument about Mm -hmm. you know yeah, are plants good for you, bad for you? They are good good for yes. you. Now, whether you should eat only plant, plants right. and no animal products, no, you know, you can have a very healthy diet mm-hmm. and include animal products. Okay. But that doesn't mean you only need animal exactly. products. So it's like you know, so if you can have a healthy diet on a little bit of animal products, Mm -hmm. then we must just need only those, you know, it's kind of like that give an inch and then like wipe out everything else. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where we get into trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and a lot of the argument is like, our ancestors have always eaten meat or whatever, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. You're right. Not in the quantity that we do today. There has never been like as widely available of like, you know, factory farmed animals, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a whole Mm -hmm. nother discussion. But it has never been so readily available to us. In the past, if someone was eating meat, Mm -hmm. they had to slaughter one of their valuable animals, you know, like, so they're losing like their milk producer potentially, Mm -hmm. or, you know, if it was a chicken, they're, you know, slaughtering their egg producer. So it's like, that was a very like, big sacrifice, Mm -hmm. you know, so it wasn't something like, You had a full cow every day or every month, you know, that, Mm -hmm. you know, people just ate on all the time like we do now. (laughs) We can go to the store and get as many cows as we want. But, you know, it's not one of those things where, like, you know, a little is good, so more must be even better, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, so... I think in all of those situations, you've just got to, like, find the balance.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I think... That was a whole tangent. Well, (laughs) no, That that was actually number two, was animal products are probably fine, but just in smaller amounts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think we can say that. I mean, I think most people know that highly processed meats are not great for you. Um, And we didn't even get a chance to mention the monkey studies. But essentially, eating less of, you know, lots of processed meats is not a bad idea, which I guess... So rule number one, lots of plants is usually good. Rule number two, animal products is probably fine, just not crazy amounts. Three is probably anything in a box in a bag we should avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to go to zero because yeah. I think this week we talked to a patient who was like, "I don't eat fast food. I just go to you know southern buffet and sit down." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, like I said, it down.
1: wasn't fast food. That's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah." So yeah, he ate like three plates uh-huh. versus just one like. Chick-fil-A portion size, Uh you know, so, you know, obviously it's hard to avoid in Mississippi or I guess in America, all the highly processed things because it's convenient and you can store it for a long time. And for the most part, it's not that expensive. But I think I would say most experts in health, nutrition and data have shown that, you know what, these highly processed foods probably not the greatest for us. If we're going to eat them, you can have them, but just don't eat too much of them. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think moderation is a big key. And that's, you know, where a lot of us get into trouble, you know, just overdoing it on the things that, you know, we really should be doing in moderation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think the final key, and I usually point this a lot of patients, is we probably don't need as much food as we think we do. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, this is the portion size matters things. But really, I mean, if you think about it, I I love watching cooking shows and these high, you know, like final tables, one that me and Jen are binge watching right Mm now. And when they produce, you know, they make these like food for Japan, you know, they go by countries. It's so little amount of food. Mm -hmm. You're just like, is that what they're just going to eat for dinner? Yeah. But actually, the rest of the world, they just don't eat as much food and they live just fine.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think you know, we're programmed to, you know, try to make sure that we are prepared for that famine that never comes. You yes. know, our body is like hardwired to make sure that we don't starve. Mm-hmm. Um, but a little bit of that is like a little bit of a mental game. We have mm-hmm. to tell ourselves, you know, we're not in a state of famine anymore. You know, for most people in the United States, yes, there are, you know, um, you know food supply problems in certain Mm -hmm. areas but um for most people who are struggling with some of these things you know we we do have to change our mindset a little bit Mm -hmm. and recognize that you know if processed foods are a problem for you Mm -hmm. don't bring them in the house (laughs) you know you know we've seen this with patients Mm -hmm. we'll have one patient that's like you know struggling with snacking and things Mm -hmm. like that and we'll have another patient that's struggling with the same thing but Mm -hmm. they say i know if i bring it in the house i'm gonna eat it right so they don't bring it in the house Um, and so, and they tend to do a lot better that way, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think we've all had that experience. If there's like fresh cookies on the counter, like it's so easy just to grab one. And before you know it, you've had like four or five, Mm -hmm. which is way more than we probably need. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Mm -hmm. surround yourself, set yourself up to make choices easier
0: absolutely yeah so i think melissa we did a thing today <laughs> yeah
1: we, we busted some myths <laughs> that's right had a few technical difficulties <laughs> right. bought a and, new sim card yeah yes and um and yeah just kind of wrapping it up just you know the nutrition things that we see day in and day out um are a lot, you know, fear-based. Mm-hmm. You know, especially mm-hmm. if you get online, and and we could do a whole nother episode on that. Mm-hmm. You know, and we could debunk myths probably every week <laughs> on nutrition. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of information out there. If it sounds too good to be true or too bad to be true, mm-hmm. it probably is.
0: Yeah. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I agree. We we just don't you need know, to overcomplicate these things. And
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: It's like I mean. It's just, I don't know how it got so complicated, but it doesn't have to be.
1: Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make it complicated.
0: No. Yeah. Well, speaking of debunking, Melissa, you know, I, I got this list actually from AI. Because <laughs> I asked AI, <laughs> what's the 10 most common uh, myths? And of course, we debunked calories a calorie, uh, eating fat makes you fat, low fat and or no fat is always healthier. Um, what else do we do? i got to lick my thing. Uh, spot reducing fat is impossible mm-hmm. and all carbs are bad. Mm-hmm. But there are five more. Mm-hmm. And so maybe next week we finish the next five. Yeah. And that should be the 10 most common ones.
1: Okay. Yeah. And then we should be good. Sounds good.
0: Cool. Well, thanks, Melissa, for all the patience.
1: All right. <laughs> we got through <laughs> we it. We got through it. <sighs>